Welcome to the Retail Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. The convergence of online and physical retail has shaken up the industry's landscape. To help us make sense of this shakeup, we're sitting down with Tony D'Onofrio from TD Insights. We're going to talk about TD Insights, how digital is transforming the industry, and how consumer patterns have shifted over time. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing excellent. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So, Tony, why don't we just start by you telling us a little bit about uh, TD Insights? Well, TD Insights is actually a new company that I formed after I took very early retirement uh, from Tyco Retail Solutions, where I was uh, chief customer officer. And, and the idea started after I started uh, being very active on social media, and I noticed that my message and my blogging and my industry-leading type of activities were getting a lot of attention especially with private equity companies. And hence, I got started in terms of uh, working with private equity companies in, in helping them grow, and, that's, and also writing and uh, doing uh, these types of activities that I'm doing today in terms of sharing the message of where disruptive retail is going. So let's talk about that. I'm glad you brought up the, uh, the, the word disruptive, right? Because that, that's right on, on the front page of your website. And... I think that's a it's an interesting thing, right? The 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 idea of, you know, th- this is cha- everything is changing so so fast. We have to, we either have to be ready to disrupt or we're going to be the ones disrupted, right? And I think especially in retail, because of technology, we're seeing a, a a massive shift, right? That is totally correct. In fact, retail has gone through three major mega trends. Uh, the three mega trends really driven by who had in the information or the power. In the 50s, it was the manufacturers because they control exactly what was shipped to stores and knew what was selling, and they actually almost told retailers what to put on the shelves. It changed in the 70s with the barcode, uh, which actually uh, moved the power to the retailer because the barcode allowed the retailer to actually track what is being sold. And And if you look at the history of Walmart, it's that logistics technology and that information that really exploded Walmart in the 70s. Uh, really around 2010, with the advent of the smartphone, we're on that third mega trend where consumers are really have taken over the shopping channel because now they're walking into stores a lot more informed and in their hands they can basically dictate whether to buy in the store the product that they're looking at or buy it instantly online from a competitor. So what do you think now is is the biggest challenge for 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 companies trying to adapt to you know these new consumer habits right obviously online's become a huge thing because of amazon and 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 fast shipping but outside of of that like what what can they do to to stay relevant well the key to retail has always been the brand it starts with the brand what does the retailer stand for and is that brand delivering the value that that consumer really becomes what I call a brand ambassador of, where they actually buy the product, but then tell other people about the great product is. As you can see already, retailers are focused on building strong brands and increasingly taking that brand and digitally enhancing it and making more visible across multiple sales channels. Those are the retailers that are doing well. And in fact, there was a study from Deloitte that came out earlier this year that showed strong brands, luxury brands doing extremely well in terms of store openings and revenue growth, and retailers that are, have a strategy focused on price and, and basically being price-driven retailers 
Walmart, TJX, others like that, doing well. The ones in the middle that couldn't tell a clear story, didn't have a price strategy, didn't have a brand strategy, those are the ones that are struggling. And that's why you're seeing the disruption. So what about companies, you know, if they've, you know, committed to to this brand and, and, and done things right, what about, what are some of the physical limitations they're going to be seeing as, you know, do, it, you know, there's a lot of people that fear the death of, of the the retail store as we know it, right? Just because of how big online is and how consumer habits are changing. So outside of brand awareness, is there anything that you see drastically changing in, in the physical retail space? I do see major, major changes taking place. First of all, the, the whole retail apocalypse story that's in the common media is really overblown. The United States is struggling because it is overstored. In fact, if you look at the United States, they have 23 and a half square foot per person in shopping area. They're 10 times the space as, for example, Germany uh, and other countries like France. And so there's too many stores. It's one of the problems in the United States. And there's too many stores that are in that middle of the, the mix that actually don't tell a good enough story. I also think that retail does not adopt technology fast enough to keep up with the consumer. And so one of the challenges that retailers have today is when a consumer walks into the store with that smartphone, they are much smarter than the store associate that actually is working in the store because they have probably have done some homework either on the way to the store or at home or actually while in the store. And that poor store associates, unless they're outfitted with new technologies, is not able to have what is increasingly a very uh, important a digital conversation. Has there been anything particularly exciting that you've seen um, in, in a physical retail space that, that really you know, shows the, the, the evolution that we should be seeing? Well, I'm, I track a lot of global retailers. One of the ones that I'm impressed with is a company called Inditex uh, out of Spain. They own the Zara brand, and Zara has been an extremely successful brand. First of all, they created this fast fashion brands where they deliver new looks and new fashion faster than anybody else in terms of weeks versus what it takes months and sometimes years for companies to actually deliver new ideas to the stores. But more importantly, they early on, very early on, started digitizing the stores. So, for example, they've rolled out RFID in all the stores so they can track exactly what is selling, not selling, and be able to adjust, adjust inventory almost instantly to make sure. They also are keep innovating their model. So another example is that they added uh, self-checkout in the fitting rooms. So if I'm the fitting room, and I really like this, as I walk out, I can immediately check out. I don't have to go stand in line to check out. I can immediately make that buying decision, which actually for them is increased sales. So this idea how you take technologies, increase sensors inside the stores to make the products almost smarter and actually then engaging with consumers and creating the scarcity factor is what has made Zara successful. And I think more retailers need to go down that path. That's one example. On the opposite side is Walmart. And Walmart, again, has come back. But you look at the investment that they've made in Jet. You look at the investment that they've made in their stores in terms of adding more technologies and experimenting with technologies, with, uh, with their uh, innovation stores, in terms of adding technology in the stores to engage more with the consumer. So there are examples out there 
on both sides of the spectrum, large retailers on, on the price side and also on the specialty apparel side, and those are just two of them. Right, and I, I think that's so exciting, right, because I do think sometimes companies adopt technology just for the sake of putting technology in, in a store, right, without really thinking about the experience and the, the user experience they might be creating. Because I think, yeah, that, that Zara example of of having a, a, the, the checkout right by the fitting rooms is such a small, easy detail, but it enhances the consumer experience, which would make them what you said, right, like a loyal ambassador that wants to come back and, and, and share that message with others. You are totally correct. In fact, one of the big mistakes that retailers have made is if they spend a lot of uh, money, actually, for example, implementing technology in terms of creating more efficient operations, cutting costs, reducing costs, and what I would call is they're, they're investing up to now, primarily investing at the peripheral of the store versus where the action is, which is at the shelf, where the consumer actually engages with the product. My view is that retail, for the most part, is still heavily under censored, when it, except for selective innovative retailers, heavily under censored where the consumer meets the products and heavily under investing in some cases with their associates in terms of making sure that they, when they come in, they are really passionate about having a really good conversation with that consumer. In other words, again, they're that brand ambassador that, that is talking to another brand ambassador, the consumer. When those two mix, I've already educated uh, a store associate with a consumer that likes the brand that's really the winning formula for retail. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, Tony, I want to go back a little bit and, and point out something that I think is really interesting. You had a relatively organic climb up to where you are now, right? You you worked in actual stores and then in security and IT. Can we talk a little about that? What what about these experiences? Can you look back now and, and, and acknowledge that, like, yeah, I this is helping me have better insight in, into what, what's actually going on in this landscape? Well, I've always had this passion, which I think is critical for anybody's success, which I call continuous learning. It's this idea, and it started actually when I worked in the retail store. I started out as a simple bag boy in a supermarket, but I immediately started to try to figure out what happens in a produce department, what happens in the dairy department, what happens uh, on the night crew. So I actually started engaging all kinds of different areas, managing different areas, and that started this passion with retail. And then from there, I ended up in the technology world. And, and I saw that technology really can transform that, that engagement. And really, social media was the spark that led me to where I'm at today, which is because through social media, you can learn something new every day. You can actually explore a new idea. And you actually can take that idea to the, to the next level. So I've created this audience now worldwide that I blog to and that I share actually four times a day, different innovation or leadership ideas. And in doing that, I'm not only really helping my audience, I'm actually learning something new. I'm actually continuing that education journey that I started a long time ago. And retail is one of those industries that I think really has been there for century. I mean, shopping has been something that started from the beginning of time. And, and in a lot of ways, needs a lot of encouragement to move forward. So for me, it's exciting to be one of those individuals that can happily, happy uh, to make, to evolve the industry forward. And 
I'm really ex enjoying this journey right now. Uh, that's that's awesome to hear, Tony, and, and we wish you the best. And thank you so much for for spending some time with us today. Well, thank you very much. I really have enjoyed this. I appreciate the time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.